Working Class Audio is made possible by the support of Cali Audio, DistroKid, Sampley Audio, Audio Technica, Gearspace, and Grace Design. This is the Working Class Audio Podcast, Session 436. Working Class Audio. Navigating the world of recording with a working class perspective. Here's your host, Matt Boudreaux. Thanks, Chuck. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Working Class Audio Podcast. This is session 436 you're listening to. If you listen to last week's episode, episode 435 with Maria Elisa Yerbe, uh, I talked a little bit about the NAM show in my rant. That was just kind of a brief overview talking about what had happened. And I promised you a show this week that would have uh, essentially some interviews with some gear manufacturers. I didn't go to everybody. I just kind of found some people that I wanted to talk to and see what they're doing. There's a number of people that are going to appear today. One of them is an engineer. That would be Garth Richardson. And Garth and I talked about our love of the Grace M908. So we were at the Grace Design booth. So we talked a bit about that. And we'll talk a little more about his studio. I'll have Garth back for a full-on interview because he's worked with so many great people, including Rage Against the Machine, L7, the Jesus Lizard, ton of people very accomplished, but took the opportunity to sit down with Garth at the Grace booth and talk to the folks over at Antelope, AEA Microphones, Soundflow, and Audio Movers. So we'll present it in all its glory, you know, the noise of Nam behind the microphones, and you'll hear me uh, straining my voice a bit, probably yelling in some instances unknowingly. A brief overview of some gear that you all might be interested in or some plugins or, or some software that you all might use. So I hope you enjoy that. So I guess what we would say here, if this was any other guest, is we would say uh, NAM 2023 coming up here on the Working Class Audio Podcast. Grab your coffee cups, friends. Let's talk Atmos. So for those of you longtime listeners, you know you know that, uh, or maybe you don't know, I got set up with my Atmos system in June of 22. And I've talked about it, you know, in rants, and it's creeped into the conversation, of course, during uh, episodes of the show when I'm talking to the guests. But I thought I would revisit it on this particular episode because a lot of things have changed. And I just kind of want to discuss, in general, the trajectory of things and the momentum, really. Uh, The long and short of it is, if you just want to zip past this and move on to the interview, I understand. But the long and short of it is, is Atmos is really picking up momentum in a huge way. New products have come out in the pro world that are making it more accessible uh, at a lower cost to people. In particular, um, I was on IK Multimedia's website yesterday checking out this super cool MTM system. Those are those uh, powered speakers that they have. You know, they've got the little iLoud speakers and then they've got the one level up from that. I've got the iLouds, the little tiny ones, just a stereo pair of those, and I love them. So I can only imagine how how cool the bigger ones sound. But they offer this Atmos pack. It's basically all the speakers you need minus the subwoofer for like four grand. So those have come out. That helps like reduce the speaker cost. Universal Audio has come out with a software change for the X16s. So you can control your Atmos system that way. Dolby has made some changes to the Dolby renderer to allow for EQ and time alignment for your system. Typically in the past, you would rely on 
uh, an Avid Matrix or a Grace 908 or an Intonato from JBL to do that work, to do the EQing and the time alignment. But, you know, as big of a fan of the Grace as I am, truthfully, you could get away with doing the renderer. I like the idea of having it in the hardware. But if you're trying to do it on, on an economical level, you're going to need the renderer anyway, right? So you can get the renderer, use an X16 or an Apogee. Uh, there's probably other interfaces out there that I'm not thinking of. And then get like these iLoud MTMs and a subwoofer and boom, you're there, right? For not that much money. So it's no longer a deal breaker for a lot of you who have said, well, I can't spend, you know, that amount of money or a large amount of money. The, the cost is coming down, folks. And the train not only left the station, but it is barreling down the tracks at a high rate of speed. The buzz about Atmos at NAM was palpable. You could see it because it was everywhere. Every speaker manufacturer had, you know, every major speaker manufacturer uh, had, you know, an Atmos, you know, element to their booth and, and everybody was talking Atmos. It was just the thing. They're in cars, you know, on the consumer level, the car thing is really picking up speed, you know, obviously on the high end first, which will, of course, trickle down to the lower end as we get further along in it. So yeah, in short, shit is happening. And if you are hesitant because of your concern about it lasting, I don't know. I mean, you, you can keep holding out, but the longer you wait to get in and the longer you wait to understand it, I think the more or the, the, the less work you're going to have when you finally decide to get on, on board with it. And I don't want to try to, you know, indoctrinate you here and make it a cult, but a lot of us are doing it and we're making some money at it and artists are digging it. Uh, theatrical podcasts are, are happening in Atmos. It's just, it's really maturing in a quick amount of time. So just want to encourage you if you're thinking about it and you thought that there were these impediments in your way, that argument is really losing, losing speed, losing momentum because the tools are getting cheaper. The knowledge base is growing and... It's just, yeah, it's happening. So that's it. I, I just want to really encourage all of you. It's, it's, I don't want to make it this like exclusive thing. I mean, obviously, if you don't want to do it, don't do it. But if you think you can't afford it, I think you need to reevaluate where you're spending your money because I think you've probably spent more money on other things that you're probably not even using. So, and you know, my philosophy if you've got gear you're not using, get rid of it, sell it, turn that into gear you will use because. You know, that could generate more money than, you know, hey, I've got this classic whatever piece of crap reverb over here in the corner that I'm never going to use or it needs repairing or whatever. You know, get to work, right? Quit fetishizing. Just get the gear you need and get to work, regardless of whether or not you're going to do Atmos. Just get to work. So, all right, that's it. So, uh, yeah, check it out. Atmos, there's a lot of new new offerings out there, a lot of, a lot of exciting changes happening. So, that's my rant. Thanks for listening. Most of you already know about Grace Design and have known about them for years. Uh, they've been around since 1994. It was started by the two brothers, Michael and Eben Grace, who still run the company to this day. And you already know that they make incredible sounding products for us all. What you might not know if you don't know them is that Michael and Eben are two of the nicest people on the planet. Easily approachable, very knowledgeable. You might have met them at a trade show and experienced this. Without a doubt, 
It's one of my favorite companies out there in the world of pro audio. You might've heard me a few times talking about the Grace 908 Atmos controller. I think the most elegant solution, if you're going to be doing Atmos, that is the best solution out there, as far as I'm concerned, hands down. And prior to that, I was using the Stereo 905 controller for many years. Not only that, but most recently, I have used their 108 mic pre's to do the Room 219 combo jazz record that you might have heard me talk about. The point is, is that they check all the boxes for me. They're incredibly nice people. They make incredibly great products. They're located here in the United States in Lyons, Colorado, and in a number of people. They're the epitome of a small business here in the U.S., and I just love that whole thing. So if you are in the market for mic preamps or instrument preamps or monitor controllers, this is the company to check out hands down. If you don't know about them, go to gracedesign.com, check them out. And if you're in the market for any of those products, you absolutely have to consider what they offer because what they offer is superior build quality and sound quality. And those of you who bought their products in the 90s that are still using them, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So check them out, gracedesign.com. I know the business of audio is a frustrating one sometimes. The audio part's pretty, pretty fun, but it's the business of it and the career part of it that's a little challenging to many of us. I can completely empathize with that. And if you thought to yourself, God, I wish I could talk to somebody about this, you can do that. You could talk with me about it. As a matter of fact, you can book me for a coaching and consulting call over Zoom very simply. Just head on over to workingclassaudio.com. If you click on the menu button at the top of the menu, there is a link that says coaching and consulting with Matt. Super simple. Click on the link, book me in for an hour on a Zoom call, and we will discuss your particular situation, and I will help you get refocused, re-inspired, and figure out what is the best path forward for you. If your situation requires a little more extensive conversation, we can absolutely book a series of calls and, like I say, get you focused and get you moving forward. I've been there, and when you don't have anybody to talk to about it, it's a little frustrating. So head on over to workingclassaudio.com, click on the menu button, and book yourself in for a Zoom call with me. And we can sit down and chat, coffees in hand, ready to tackle the business of audio together. All right, let's get to it. NAM 2023, here on the Working Class Audio Podcast. All right, listeners, I'm here with Garth Richardson, and we are hanging out at NAM at the Grace Design Booth, and you all have heard me talk endlessly about the 908. Yes. And how much I really dig Eben and Michael Grace, who are like salt-of-the-earth people, so we want to come over here and give them some love, because Garth is a 908 user, I'm a 908 user, so... Why'd you pick the 908 and not the other solutions for Atmos? Because, I heard, well, first of all, Grace always sounds amazing. Yeah. Right? I got told, I did my research. Yeah. And she found out that here's the best one. Um, I know that Bob Clearmountain uh, has his Abigail one, but was using the Grace. That's what I heard. But then he had to go back to his stuff because he can't really be using other people's stuff. His wife will get pissed. Exactly. So I did my research. I talked to everybody they know, and they always said, this is the best one to use. Plus, you can go, go into it, and you can get all your alignments done with it. It's yeah. just, yeah, it, it's a great box. It's the one. It's, yeah, yeah. Well, so is there any reason you didn't go with the Avid Matrix? Um, and the whole Dadmon thing? Well, you, well, I do have a Dadmon. Oh, you do? Yes. 
but I, well, well, but I didn't want to give them any more money. <laughs> you know, let's be you know, honest. You know, you know, I've given them so much money, and it's like, like I like to spread around the love. And again, this one does sound the best. Yeah, it's definitely the most. Uh, I always tell people it'll do what the Avid Matrix can do for five thousand dollars less right out of the gate. Yeah, and it's just such a a, a box that you'll have forever. Whereas. You know, I'm not going to say that the other boxes won't last, but I feel like I'm going to have my 908 until I decide not to have my 908. Yeah, I don't yeah, think it's going to crap agreed. out on me. I think yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd probably die out before it does. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Agreed, agreed. So, where's your studio? My studio is in Gibsons, BC. Okay. Which is about a 40-minute ferry ride from actually Vancouver. Okay. Um, it's on seven acres of land. Um, I even have actually a steam room. 40, sorry, 400 feet away from it, and I'm able to run my extra Dante line down there. You have a real tile, tile room, shower room, echo no chamber. No shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's wow. Pretty, it's pretty cool. So, okay, so you run a Dante line down there? Yes. And and what's on the other end of it? At the, uh, the other end is just a, a jack on the wall. I come down with my focus right stuff. Wow. Then I plug it in. My dive speakers up on the wall and I blast stairs and kicks back huh. through it. Are you running Dante out of your grace? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. So what's the what's the, the, the time on your, your chamber, your chamber, quote unquote? Well, it depends because the extra front half of the chamber is like all actually uh, uh, cedar planks with all, all the different sizes of depths. Yeah. And then you have the extra steam room, which is all tiled. So, so you have one hike in the actual wood area, and the other one in the steam room. Oh, so you can you can choose. You you can choose, and you can yeah yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And what mics do you put in there? Uh, just a pair of eighty sevens or four fourteens. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. So Garth and I are part of the. Uh, I've mentioned the Dolby Atmos Mixers Network. We're part of the same group. In a nutshell, what made you get into Atmos? Someone played it for me, and I went, holy shit. And I know there's a lot of old guys, such as actually Bob Ezrin, who hate it. Right. But Bob, I feel, doesn't understand the fact this is that every kid has been listening to like immersive audio playing playing video games. Oh, that's right. Right? And, as it, and of course, Apple wants to tell us the cans. They played some music. And I fell madly in love with it because it just—it's a different tool. Yeah. Make your songs sound sound great. Huh. Um, I would call it an actual a hug. To where the song comes on, it's a big hug around your body. Right. Wow. Yeah. I've never thought of a, thought of it as a hug, but that makes total right? sense. Yeah, because it's like it's around you. It's like things are you know becoming you know there, so it's fun. Interesting. Yeah. And um, what did you what did you put in speakers speaker wise? Actually, PMCs. Oh, you did. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. I went all the way. Me too. Yeah, yeah. Because you know they're also great, great sound speakers. So when you have those speakers, and you also have the great audio, it's just. I know. It's, it's, it's a real it, good combination. It's a win-win. Now I have to be honest. Yeah. I didn't want to spend the money on the PMC sub, so I went with a Cali Audio sub okay. because it was only six hundred and fifty bucks. <laughs> 
you don't want to know how much I spent on my socks. Oh God, yeah, you know. It's yeah, but you know what? It does sound fucking amazing. Oh, I bet it does. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. bet it does. Yeah. I I just had to I had to draw a line in the financial right. sand, yeah. so to speak, and say, okay, that's it. What? Well, hang on, something funny. I'm the only rock and roll Batmos room in Western Canada. Really? Yeah. What do the I mean? What do the other people do? The other ones are post post houses who are tuned to film and TV. Oh. But I'm the only rock and roll guy, right? Wow. So it's weird. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, so for the audience and for you, Garth, I, I want to have you on as a dedicated guest to have your okay. own dedicated show. This is just going to be part of a NAM highlight reel. Okay, nice. Uh, so please... Uh, I'd be honored. If, if, yeah, if you'd come back, I'd really yep. love it. We could do it over Zoom once we're both yep. back in our respective studios. Yes, yep, and, yep. And uh, it, it'll be great. Okay, It'll be great Done. to have you on. Good. All right. Thank you so much. Goodbye. All right. Yeah, goodbye. Eh? Hello. There we go. All right, listeners. So now I'm over at the Audio Movers booth, and I'm talking with Igor, and we're going to talk about what's new with Audio Movers. So, Igor, give me the rundown. Uh, let's talk about Omnibus and the changes to that. Yes. Yeah, so we've released a new update to Omnibus, which now includes more virtual drivers. We have now added 64-channel driver, 32-channel driver, and additional 16-channel drivers, so you can do uh, more things now. You can route any re-renders from Dolby Render if you wish to do so. You can stream now, if you route it to listen to application, you can stream now different channel layout to remote location. Uh, so listening locally in 714, streaming in 916, or any version of uh, Dolby Atmos uh, mix basically. Uh, we've added support for hardware inputs, so now we can utilize hardware devices as your inputs into Matrix. Uh, it looks completely different. and uh, It's nice and color-coded. I really yeah, like that. Yeah, it's color-coded. You have uh, option to you know, either enable or disable it, so whatever you prefer. Now, let me let me ask you this. For the uninitiated who don't know about Omnibus, can you give me the quick rundown to educate everybody there? Yeah, so it's virtual It's virtual uh, badge bay for audio devices and virtual audio devices, which will allow you to route audio inputs to audio outputs and applications. Could be several applications, actually, for that. You can sample. Uh, software into another software you can use to stream audio from one DW to another DW or from YouTube to DW or from audio input to another device audio output and stuff like that. Yeah. It's uh, basically it's like it's like a, a digital patch bay. Exactly, yeah. So the main reason why we uh, had to make it is actually to help our customers to split audio for streaming and stay with their current setup, so it makes things easier if you want to stream something. So I'll put a link in the show notes to Omnibus listeners, and if you could show us transmitter or, exactly. talk, or talk about transmitter, nobody's going to see it, but they'll hear about it. Yeah, so we have a, uh, we have a transmitter which is application which we had for a couple of months basically. Uh, so it it basically communicates with audio devices in your system up to 16 channels you can receive uh, for streaming and then you can if you use it as a receiver then you can output to up to 16 channel device on your output 
in addition to that, we have web transmitter, web streamer, which runs on uh, any web browser. Basically, log on to transmitter.audiomovers.com, log on to your account, and you can set your input to transmission or select audio file and just stream it the same way as you stream it from DW. And one application of that could be, let's say you have a singer in a hotel room who's on tour, but they have a, micro, uh, a USB mic and a laptop. They could actually uh, transmit a vocal track, or if you're interviewing somebody, they can transmit that directly to your DAW with exactly, that application. Exactly, yeah. So the, this is uh, kind of fastest way to transmit high quality audio for someone who don't want to deal with any DAW or any complex setups, so you simply plug in your USB mic, open a website, select it as your input, and send the link to your you know, collaborator or recording artist, and that's it. But you can also drop a piece of audio in there. Yes, so if you wish to stream some audio file for someone to listen in high quality, yeah, you can just drag and drop audio file and transmit the audio. And uh, is that an extra cost to do? No, it's all included in the current, uh, you know. In your current subscription? Yes, current subscription. Wow. So everyone has access to it, yeah. That's fantastic. Uh, well, that's great. Uh, did we miss anything? We got it all, right? Uh, yeah, we have another product called oh, Inject. Yeah. Inject, tell me about it's, Inject. Yeah, so Inject is a plugin which uh, basically allows you to uh, bypass uh, currently selected DAW audio engine and receive audio from audio devices in your system. So it may be useful for uh, things like USB synthesizers or iPad, which runs software synth or something like that. So instead of changing your audio engine to iPad or USB synth, you can simply integrate it with Inject. So you stay with your current playback engine you insert the plugin, in the plugin you have an option to select audio devices. You just grab it, play it back, and off you go. That's amazing, and that obviously, will, that'll work not only in Pro Tools, but I assume Logic and the yes. other DAWs? Yeah, any DAW, audio units, VST, VST3, AX. Wow. Well, okay, listeners, I'll include a link in the show notes to everything Igor and I are talking about so that uh, you can get a grip on everything that has been mentioned. But uh, really great to meet you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us. All right. Thank you. Hey, our friends over at DistroKid have created the DistroKid app for Android, which allows you to do some key things such as check your stats from Apple and Spotify, edit release metadata, upload new releases, and a host of other features. And remember, WCA listeners get 30% off your first year at DistroKid. And if you just head on over to workingclassaudio.com slash WCA30, you can follow the link, get your 30% off, and be off to the races. So check our friends out at DistroKid and make sure and get your 30% off by going to workingclassaudio.com slash WCA30. About a year and a half ago, I signed up for Sampley.app. 
And I have to report back and say that I'm completely thrilled with it and it's working out quite well. It gives me the ability to upload mixes and masters to the website and provide a super pro looking interface for my clients. They can drop comments in the timeline. They can listen on any device. They can listen to it in high res. And if I want them to pay for the mix or master before they download it, because of the Stripe integration, I can set that up. There's also Dropbox integration, which allows me to quickly create a folder in my Dropbox, which automatically syncs with Samply, makes it much more simple. You should check it out for yourself, but there's a deal to be had. So use the code WCA20. Go to Samply.app or Samply.app. Use the code WCA20, get 20% off, and you'll be off to the races. It's a fantastic tool that I think you're going to enjoy and will definitely make you look a lot more pro when you're delivering files to clients. Skip that whole business where you send it to them over Dropbox. That looks totally amateur at this point. Use Samply.app and use that code WCA20, and I think you're going to be really thrilled. Sampley.app. Check it out. Okay, listeners. So now I'm at the AEA booth here at this press event. I'm talking with Julie Tan from AEA. Who Hi, Matt. Is, well, hello. Uh, you're actually the new owner of AEA. I am. I am as of last fall. Last fall. And you bought the company from Wes Dooley. I did. Actually, you know, I, it, it, it sounds like it's a big to-do, but I was, work, I was working consulting for Wes and his wife, Sarah, uh, in sales and marketing for a while prior to that. Um, they were looking to retire and they kind of wanted to keep uh, the company in Pasadena was a priority, obviously, because we have a fantastic crew and it's Pasadena-based. Yeah. Um, they had, I believe, they had several suitors that were not in the area, so the, so they were hesitant. I think I think that's what kept them from selling in the past. And then they brought it up. Uh, they brought up wanting to retire to me, and I said, well, I would certainly would would love the challenge of trying it. And, and my husband and I, you know, t- figured out how to do, how to make it happen. And uh, and they, you know, and bless them that they trusted me with their yeah. legacy and and you know so so that's kind of how, how it came about and and the funny thing is Wes and his wife literally have two blocks from the offices so Wes has still got his workspace carved out and we still see him every day wow okay, <laughs> so okay. I think it's the best of both worlds in a nutshell like do you have a vision of where you want to take AEA moving forward um having come from sales and marketing I think I was attracted to working with Wes and Sarah initially because of the potential of how big AA can be. And not, and not in terms of like, oh, more products, cheaper products, whatever, but just the fact that there's such great products that people don't know about or have misconceptions about. Yeah. There is so much misconception about ribbon mics and the fragility and, you know, the inability to use them in live situations and so forth. And, and just in the year and a half that, you know, that I've been with the company, it became clear to me that people who do use them and AB them against, you know, up against the current gear or, or, or adapt them into their workflow, love these microphones and what they can deliver. That, that the, you always have that purest sound and that you can kind of boost any frequency, you know, across the board and still sound great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it, it just basically, Wes used to always say ribbon mics are what your ears hear and that really sums it up. Yeah. It's everything that you can, that you and I can hear right now a ribbon mic can capture, and then you can bring it back and reshape it in any form that you want to use it in, which some of, some of the other microphones cannot. Uh, as far as new products are concerned, there's a there's an update to the trip. Is that right? Yeah, there's actually we updated both uh, both preamps because last Nam um, 
Joey, I think you met our engineer briefly. Yeah. Um, with some new technology in conjunction with Fred Forcell, they kind of pushed the JFET technology a little more just to get a little more gain, a little more, you know, just what we call transparent gain. Yeah. So it's just clean gain. And adapting that technology and bringing it into our existing full rack and half rack units are basically what we've done for this year. That's great. That's awesome. Well, uh, I look forward to seeing what the future holds for yeah, AE. I'm a, I'm a fan of the of the products. Appreciate and, that. Uh, on several of the microphones. So, uh, for the for the uninitiated, uh, the website isn't it AEA.com? It's it's ribbonmikes.com. It, ribbonmikes.com. It's ribbonmikes.com. Right. Sorry, <laughs> we're all in on that. It's all about the ribbonmikes. Ribbonmikes.com. So uh, I'll put a link in the show notes. So appreciate it for those that are not familiar. They can go and check that out. Yeah, please check it out. I mean, there's a lot of fun mics there, and there's a little history behind the mics. You know, this is a technology. It's one of the things that I actually just learned recently is that the original RCA 44BX was the most expensive microphone in history, as in, in all of history, in development, because at wow. that time, they really wanted to do it right. Because even on, even on our shop floor, sometimes I look at how our technicians are cutting the ribbons. And I always think like, how did someone come up with this? But apparently at the time they poured something like 1.6 million, 1926 or $1930 into the development of that mic. Wow. Wow, well it's a classic. So clearly Certainly. clearly that was money well spent. <laughs> uh, well, and before I let you go, so you, you had indicated to me before we started recording that Wes is still involved to some degree. He still has offices there. He is, he is, he's, he's a consultant to us. And, and uh, in addition to that, he's working on his own memoirs. And, and I think he's trying to put a, either a picture book or some kind of video series together that describes, you know, uh, analog audio and the ribbon mics through the 20th century to yeah. now. And, and, and certainly he's a wealth of knowledge and he, he's a legend. So I look forward to reading that book. Yeah, that's super cool. Well, I'll look forward to, to checking that out. Well, great to meet you. Great to chat with you. And thanks again. And, and best of luck moving forward with the company. Thanks, Matt. Talk okay. to you soon. Okay, listeners. So now I'm over at the Antelope Audio booth with Momo and Nick. And they're going to tell you about what's new for Antelope Audio. What's, what's happening, guys? Hi, Matt. First of all, it's a pleasure uh, to talk with you. Antelope uh, this year is going to be very exciting for us. Uh, we're starting a very new uh, journey. We're getting into the studio monitor speakers. Uh, We're introducing right now the Atlas i8 studio monitor speaker. Uh, and it, we're very excited about that to share it with the world. The main thing about it is that we are using an isobatic design which combines two woofers in a sealed configuration between them, uh, which, yes, there are two woofers, which, uh, which provide very accurate and very tight bass frequency response low frequencies without sacrificing uh, the dynamic range of the speaker and the distortion. So we also are using FIR and IR filters, a custom class D amplifier, which was specially designed by our main engineers, including our CEO, Igor Levin. We're very proud with this. Uh, and also the digital board where the processing happens is also custom made. We managed to implement all of our technologies which, develop, which we developed during the years in the audio interface aspect and we've put them into the speaker because of the digital part. So we're using our 64-bit acoustically focused clocking. We're using our best converters which we are using also in the interfaces, both AD and DA. So we've managed to achieve a almost perfect uh, transition between analog and digital and then back to analog before it hits the amp. So overall, we have achieved 
very good frequency response and linear phase uh, thanks to our FIR filters. So we've managed to achieve not only uh, good frequency, but linear phase as well during the frequency spectrum. So is there any DSP uh, processing that's happening for either time alignment or any of that? We have a huge amount of small workflow enhancing features in the whole speaker. We have delay offset option, we have AES digital input, we have preset management. Uh, we will have a software control panel via USB where you can get access to all the stuff. It's, not, it's, a, it's a color display, uh, so it's a color display with a menu where you can manage everything from there. Uh, and about the, about the filtering process, uh, there is slight delay due to the processing and it's, we're using our custom FPGA chips instead of the regular uh, IMX chips which most manufacturers use. So this saves us some more uh, in terms of latency because they're quite fast in terms of processing, so we managed to achieve very good latency performance. Uh, and yeah, that's pretty much... Wow. Now, did you mention you have an interface as well? Hi there, it's Nick here. Nick here. Hey, yeah, um, yeah. well, we, we're primarily known as a brand that manufactures all the interfaces. Of course, we yeah. also have the modeling mics. Right. And uh, as Mohamed said, right now we already have also the loudspeakers. Uh, you know, um, that's, that's a really big step forward for us. And we uh, we probably best known for the Orion, Orion 32 Plus interface, which was the very first in the world that had 32 ins and outs, analog ins and outs, in a one unit rack, right? Yeah. And uh, we are actually now at the point where we're releasing the fourth generation of that interface. And there's gonna be some real exciting upgrades compared to the previous one. Uh, yeah, so there you can see it. Uh, one of the new things about this interface is, yes, it does have 32 analog inputs and 32 analog outputs in a single one year rack, but you can actually wire four of them for up to 128 channels. Oh. So it's going to have four MADI ports at the back wow. that would allow, you know, that kind of connection. And um, there's also going to be like a few changes compared to, you know, the previous version. The previous version supported uh, effects and, um, you know, FPGA effects right. and DSP effects. Uh, however, uh, we've got the Galaxy 32 that actually does that, and it's a similar device to the Orion. And so we decided to split the product line in two. Now we've got the Galaxy 32, which is a similar interface to this one, but it does have included Atmos processing, you know, speaker management, uh, and, you know, the, the FPGA and DSP processing. However, the Orion 32, we decided, well, people are actually going to use it mostly for the conversion. Right. Right, so we decided to not include these kind of effects. However, at the same time, we realized a lot of people might want to use this for Atmos mixing. So there will be an optional Atmos upgrade for it. And in fact, we also have a remote control. Um, so essentially, you will be able to use this device uh, to do Atmos mixing. You won't really need anything else because it takes care of your uh, you know, speaker calibration, equalization delays, uh, you know, phase, uh, base management, all that stuff. And actually, another upgrade for the Orion 32 Plus is that it's Thunderbolt 3. Oh, which allows great. 128 channels yeah. uh, in this case, yeah. Compared that's to previously, we were only able to do 64. That's great. So uh, where should everybody go to check this stuff out? What, what's the website address? Antelopeaudio.com. Uh, okay, I'll put a link in the show notes and everybody can go check out the new stuff. And Thanks so much, guys. Great to meet you.
Thanks so much. Okay, take care. Cheers. Okay, listeners, so I'm at uh, the early press event that they have here at NAM that starts on Wednesday, and I just got introduced to Christian Scheuer. Did I, I said that right? Yeah, very good. Uh, and Christian is with Soundflow, and who better to introduce us than our mutual friend, Andrew Sheps. For those that don't know Soundflow, what's, what's like the, the quick explanation, assuming that they don't know what it is? Absolutely. Uh, so Soundflow is a workflow automation platform for creative people. Uh, to put that into a little bit more context, uh, it's a way to reduce the overload of mouse clicking on small buttons every day You know when you work creatively. I started out as a sound designer in the Danish film industry, and you know every time I had an idea for something to do, I would find myself having to click on 25 small buttons in three different apps to just get to do one thing, and I would quickly lose my train of thought. And you know, even telling the story, I'm you know getting reminded that I don't remember why I was saying that. Almost like that, whenever any sequence of things you need to do is more than just a few steps it just quickly takes you out of that flow. And with Soundflow, uh, I developed that for myself, really, to begin with. Um, and now, obviously, it's a, it's a worldwide platform. But the idea is that you can take, you can build your own macros or take any of the 1,700 ones that we already built for Pro Tools that come pre-installed. So you can automate those sequences so that you just press one button and Soundflow then does all that whole sequence for you. And it's not to take control away from you, it's to give you back control. You know, It's not to say now you have to do everything through presets. It's just to take all the tedious work out so that you can focus on being creative. And when you have an idea, you can quickly make it uh, a reality and then move on to your next idea. And you know, So that's, that's a general idea. Exactly. Uh, so what, what Andrew has built is, is then an app inside of Soundflow based on the technology that Soundflow has to con- communicate with Pro Tools. He's then built, uh, for example, Bounce Factory, which can uh, bounce entire mixes for you. Uh, you can automate, uh, I think sometimes he, he has to bounce like 150 different versions for an Atmos mix or something like that. And previously, you would have to sit there, you know, queue up one mix, yeah. wait for it. Uh-huh. You would drink up a, you know, a lot of coffee. Um, so, so yeah, with Bounce Factory, you can take snapshots of your session, set everything up, uh, and then uh, just make it work overnight and do all of your bouncing. Send, it will send you a text message after each bounce if you wanted to. Yeah. Um, so, so it's anything from the thousands of small things that you do every day to much larger and complex workflows like bouncing an entire session. What's new for Soundflow? Where do you take something like that? Once you build it and, and everybody has all these, these macros that they can use, do you just kind of set it and forget it as a company, or do you? What do you? What are you continuing to do? What's new? Absolutely not. I'm. I'm glad you asked that. Um, we we begun with Pro Tools because that's sort of historically where I started myself um, with that one DAW, and then of course, as you mentioned, we've got the Stream Decks as hardware devices that we integrate with on the other side. In a way, Soundflow is this glue between all your different software and various different hardware ways of you know talking to your computer. What we try to do is to make it more intuitive to interact with your computer. That's an overarching goal that doesn't just apply to Pro Tools. It could apply to any app that you work with. And so our work is you know, in that area. How can we improve how you interact with many different apps? Um, one of the big new things we're launching here after NAM is our Isotope RX integration, 
a lot of the work that you do as a sound designer or as a music producer is to send stuff to Isis4x, do something with it in there and get it back. And that's a lot of mouse clicking. It's a, it's a really good problem for Soundflow to solve. Um, so we're debuting a new official Isotope RX integration with uh, nearly 300 different commands, all with beautifully designed icons. And I just played around with it yesterday and it, it honestly makes you feel like you want it now you want to send stuff to Isotope. Like, you know, it brings back the joy. They've got I, I, well over, I think, 30 modules by now in Isotope. I, I struggle to remember what every single one can do for me. And by laying it out on a Stream Deck and being able to quickly press buttons and see their icons, it, makes it, it gives you back that feeling of control, yeah. just like we did for Pro Tools. Um, on the hardware side, we're also now adding support for Stream Deck Plus devices. So they have, that's a variation of the Stream Deck that has knobs and then LCD panels. So you can, instead of just hitting a button and Soundflow does something pre-programmed, you can now control things that are variable, like the sliders and isotope. You can even control faders in Pro Tools. So if you don't, if you're traveling without a fader or a, a control surface, you can just use any of the four knobs on the Stream Deck Plus. Andrew Sheps is launching a new uh, MomDeck app, which is essentially allowing you to control the Datman software. Oh, so yeah. any setup you have for Atmos, that also goes on the Stream Deck Plus. Of course, we already have Android and iOS devices, uh, so you can control Soundflow through that. Yet another new hardware integration we're adding is through our partnership with Avid, uh, we're now adding Yukon integration in Soundflow 5.4 with the next version of Yukon coming out soon so that if you do have a, a large uh, control surface from Avid, the S6 for example, and you don't find room to put a Stream Deck on top, or you don't want to clutter your existing keyboard shortcuts, then you can actually use the soft keys on any Yukon-enabled control surface to fire Soundflow commands off. What about, what about older Yukon uh, interfaces like the Avid Artist Mix? What about that? I would believe that also works. Okay. Um, so it, in, in reality, the way it's being implemented is inside the U-Control app. Um, so anything that works through that would work uh, going forward. Wow, that's fantastic. So for the average listener who isn't familiar with Soundflow, what's the website address? It's soundflow.org. Okay, so I'll put a link in the show notes for everybody and they can go follow that and, and check out what's new. But uh, great you. to meet you. Thanks for, thanks for taking time to chat. You as well, Matt. Thank All you. Right. Take Appreciate care. It. Our friends over at Cali Audio have just introduced the brand new LP UNF system, which is meant to give you everything you need from a studio monitor in a package that you can basically set up anywhere. And the system is specifically designed for your desk. So no matter how else you're using your desk, reflections from the drivers to the desk to your ears are accounted for giving you a perfectly clear picture of your mix that you can rely on to translate well. Whether you're putting them on stands behind your desk, on a desk away from walls, on a desk against a wall, on a desk on speaker stands away from the walls, there's a number of configurations and they have settings on the back to accommodate all of that and more. And if price is a concern, never fear. They're priced at $299. That's right, pretty affordable. Head on over to caliaudio.com and check out the new LP UNF. Nam 2023 here on the Working Class Audio Podcast. Thanks so much for being here with me today. Appreciate you tuning in week after week. If you like the show, head on over to your podcast aggregator, whether that's Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you're listening. Leave a five-star review. Tell the world that you love the show. That would be appreciated. 
And uh, I guess that's it for me today. Let's thank the crew. That includes Anne-Marie Plow on the editing, Cliff Truesdale on the Working Class Audio theme song, and that magic voice at the top of the show. Doesn't Chuck sound good? He always sounds good. Anyways, thanks to Chuck Smith. Connect with me on LinkedIn. And as usual, if you have an email that you want to send, send it to matt at workingclassaudio.com. And until next time, take care. Hey, I know many of you are aware of this, but for those of you that aren't aware, Working Class Audio sponsors the forum over at gearspace.com called Audio Life. And quite simply put, it's a place where audio professionals can go to talk with other audio professionals about things other than audio gear, including life hacks, work-life balance, health and hearing loss. You know, if you want to talk with other audio professionals who can identify with what your lifestyle is like, and how it relates to things going on in the world outside of audio, this is a great place to go and check out. So head on over to gearspace.com, check out Audio Life, many of the same topics that we discuss here on the show on gearspace.com. So check that out. <laughs> <laughs>